Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fine Line Podcast. My name's Belle. I'm Bree. And I'm Nicole. We're going to be talking about how to avoid shopping fast fashion, and we came up with a list of ways for all of our viewers of all shapes and sizes to shop smarter and more sustainable. Fast fashion has an impact on our water pollution um, through the use of cheap and toxic dyes, mountains of textile waste, the use of fossil fuel-based materials such as polyester, and the pressure on cotton farmers. Fast fashion solutions are all about buying less, buying higher quality, and buying sustainable. Buying higher quality clothes allows us to keep our clothes for much longer than cheaply made ones. Sustainyourstyle.org has information on how to tell if garments are made well. This includes the clothes having strong stitching, the pull test of fabric, the thickness, metal zippers, spare buttons or thread included with the clothes, and fabric pattern matching up at the seams. Have either of you had experiences with fast fashion? Yes, I am completely guilty of it. (laughs) I used to shop at H&M and other things, but I've never bought anything from like Shein or Romway or anything like that. Oh, I definitely have. Like I'll be scrolling scrolling through like Instagram. Instagram, I've had a lot of ads lately, but specifically two like stores that just have these really cheap products that are definitely targeted at me because of what I've interacted with I mean if if it wasn't so accessible I feel like I wouldn't I'd be more resistant to it but I'm definitely guilty of like especially swimwear it's so cheap like even at Target it's like $20 for a bottom $20 for a top it really targets like college students or high school students in a way because we don't really make a lot of money so we like cheap things yeah and like I know my girlfriend's sister she got like 10 swimsuits off of I think it was Romwe and then that kind of persuaded me into getting a couple of sets from there right but I guess just getting into how to know if you are shopping fast fashion because I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about it and a lot of people just think it's like only online which is not correct so just a here's like a little tip I guess for everyone who wants to know where they're shopping. There's two websites. Um, there's one called Good On You. Um, and if you just type it into Google, it's the first one, but it pretty much allows you just to type in any store or brand. But when I looked up Urban Outfitters, it was like three out of five. Like, so it kind of was considered, but not necessarily. But then when I looked up Runway, it was like a five out of five. And then it And then on this website too, it will tell you like what their workers are being paid, what the materials are typically made out of, um, where they put the clothes they don't sell, if they provide or if they produce by the order or in bulk. So it's just like a really good website for people who are contemplating. And I know it's helped me too with like Instagram ads specifically because there's these really cute slippers that I wanted and they had like cute little smiley faces on them and I, they're super cheap. But I was just like, I guess I'd want to know where they're coming from. So I was able to just put that brand into this website and it gave me a whole description. So I think that's a really good um, place to start too for people who are just curious if they are participating. There's another website called Environmental Working Group, but this one focuses more on um, 
like environmental, the environmental aspect of it, while the good on you one focuses more on like worker um, value and um, stuff like that. But the environmental working group is another really good website. But this one is like what materials all your clothes are being made out of. So it's just a really good website to like know the materials that you're getting to because that definitely has a factor. And if you can like recycle your clothes or if they're going to hold up for a long time. Washing your clothes has a significant environmental impact. The average household does almost 400 loads of laundry every year, consuming about 60,000 liters of water. It also takes a lot of energy to heat the washing water and run the drying cycle. So those eight tips are for reducing this impact. Yeah, and like kind of going off of that, like just simply doing a Google search of like a company that you're shopping with. Like Mm -hmm. if you just look up American Eagle fast fashion, it'll give you a lot of information on like how they do treat their workers and if they are considered like sustainable. Um, Another website that I found was uh, the prettyplanteer.com. One, it gives you a list of places that are considered fast fashion that I didn't know of before. So they list off like Nike, Under Armour, um, American Eagle, H&M, Forever 21. But then they also give you lists of like sustainable brands. This is more going off of like why buying secondhand is useful. Um, But if you think about it too, like the transportation, if you order online or even like if you are buying in store, what it took for those clothes to get there was probably a lot more than like just shopping locally at a thrift store or something. Shopping secondhand is a great alternative to fast fashion, but it's also in order to be smart about it, it's also important to know what each thrift store is doing with the leftover clothes, um, if they're recycling it, what they are taking in for donations. Um, And it's important to ask these questions if you, to be a smart shopper. Brie had something to say about Goodwill. So I saw this article on the gentrification of thrifting by imperfectidealers.com. And they said that only 20% of clothes donated to thrift stores is actually sold. The rest is thrown away or sold to developing countries where it puts local textile workers out of jobs. Wow. That, I feel like there's so much shadiness like behind it too. Because even when I was doing the research like about Goodwill and these other thrift stores, which I think thrift shopping is a great alternative to not shopping fast fashion because it is secondhand you like used clothing and I think that's just a very sustainable way to live um but it's also just super like are we ever going to know like where all this stuff is going like I feel like it's just like a big secret almost so I had an interview kind of with Goodwill I was I was just I just went in there because I had an old friend that worked there so I wanted to know more and I basically asked the woman who was at the counter like what they do with the stuff that's donated but they can't put out on the shelves and basically she told me that they don't accept things that aren't eco-friendly but I know for a fact that that's not true because I have donated to Goodwill before and most of the stuff was not put back on the shelves I know that. There can be huge pay disparities when it comes to thrift shopping. According to Forbes, many disabled people make as little as 22 cents per hour due to a legal loophole in the Fair Labor Standards Act. This loophole is sub-minimum wage. 
in Section 14C of the FLSA. Wait. Section 14C of the FLSA authorizes employers, after receiving a certificate from the Wage and Hour Division, to pay subminimum wages, wages less than the federal minimum wage, to workers who have disabilities for the work being performed. And this is from thelist.com. Talk about taking advantage and using power. Ugh. Wow, that's mind blowing. That's so disgusting. I hate that. <laughs> I also found an article on what Goodwill does with their leftover donations. This is HuffPost.com. And if smart recyclers find clothes that are wet, moldy, or contaminated, they send them to landfills. And the amount sent is small, just 5% of all donations, but it does add up in ridiculous amount of clothing waste in landfills nationwide. So I'm just talking about like doing research on your own and not necessarily relying on the internet and peers. Start your research at a local level. So if you are like shopping at boutiques or like, I know even downtown Mankato, there's a lot of really cool stores. Um, but just talking to like the owners too, a lot of the times too with small stores like that, the people who own the place are usually pretty hands-on. They're pretty easy to get a hold of. So even just being in the store and asking like, where do you get a lot of your products? Where do they go when you don't sell them all? Like just basic questions and doing your own research and finding a store that best suits you, I guess is a great way to start. Being mindful of like what materials you are buying, I think is a very important um, way to be a smart and sustainable shopper. Um, I saw this too, that a lot of fast fashions industry use fossil fuels to make their materials which is, um, this is also known as synthetic fabrics. This is overwhelming our planet as well as polluting our oceans. Um, so that's also just another thought to keep in mind. They're trying to come out with the cheapest, easiest, quickest way to get those things to you. Talking about minimalism. Do you guys have any input on minimalism? Have you guys had any experience or interest or know anyone who's a minimalist? I've tried to like go minimalist but like I said before I just can't throw anything away I love things I love <laughs> I don't know I love my clothes like I still have clothes from years ago that I just haven't I just can't get the courage to like donate them or give them away I used to look up like minimalist videos and I kind of tried to start but then I, it just didn't work for me so this website, Good On You, is the same website I mentioned earlier, but according to this website, talking about minimalism, they have a whole category about what minim minimalism is. It's time to ask, is a minimalist wardrobe the key to a happier, more sustainable life? It's not just fashion that's gotten out of hand. Um, fast fashion really just mirrors the global thirst for more stuff at cheaper and cheaper prices. This is fueled by advertisers pushing consumerism at every opportunity they can. Research suggests can this can increase levels of anxiety and depression. If you are sitting there feeling overwhelmed by the pressure of keeping up with technology, cars, or even fashion, and don't know what to say about it, turn to minimalism. As I mentioned before, Marie Kondo is one of my favorite minimalists. A lot of people look at minimalism as a sacrifice or as a really hard task or something that's unachievable. Um, however, minimalism, minimalist fashion means having a minimal amount of clothes in your wardrobe that feel right for you and bring you joy. 
on this website, goodonyou.eco slash minimalist, um, there's a really cool quote that says, buy less, choose well, and make it last. I think this is a very important um, asset to minimalism. I think it describes it well. It kind of goes off a of slow fashion too on how you don't have to keep up with the weekly trends or dispose of all your clothes all the time or constantly feeling like you have so much feeling overwhelmed and anxious about it. It is a very easy process and it, there's no requirement to it either. It's not like you need to have a hundred items or less to be considered a minimalist or you need to shop once a month to be considered a minimalist or you're not, or you need to not have a car, you need to get rid of your TVs. Like it's, it's much, much um, more personalized than that. It's more about things that bring you joy and having not having to feel like you constantly have to keep up with society's fast pace of fashion. According to the same website, goodonyou.eco slash minimalism, um, they gave us a website called The Minimalist Wardrobe. This is a group of 15 fashion bloggers that have all the tips and information you need to inspire you to become a minimalist. So like I said before, there's no magic number of clothing items or a certain item of, or a certain number of items that you need to have to be considered a minimalist. It's all completely up to you. Minimalism is about fine tuning your own personal style. And that only rule is to rid yourself of any excess things that you don't see necessary. Minimalism doesn't have to be monotone. Keep it color and versatile. Don't just send your unwanted stuff to a landfill. Thoughtfully donate it, sell it but look into where you're selling it and where your clothes are going. Also try to gift some of your things. A lot of my friends I know too um, love when I go through my clothes and I love when they go through their clothes too. It's a very passing clothes around secondhand, especially just to your friends straight to the source is a great way to start this journey. As far as like avoiding fast fashion and like researching, like this is not something that's going to happen overnight. And I like understand that, but I think it's just like really important because it's a very shady business and not talked about enough I feel like I think like slowly it's bringing more light to the problem but for so long I think that people were super just not aware of how their workers are being treated and all this other stuff so yeah and we're like by no means we're not like trying to shame anyone who does this it's just kind of like especially for myself who has shopped at a fast fashion store within the past like two weeks it's just being conscious about it and knowing what you're doing and trying to be better about it right. probably like the best thing is just to recognize that it is a problem that's probably the first step yeah recognizing it's a problem doing your own research on your own time and not relying on companies who participate in fast fashion to give you your research, like know where you're getting this research from using all of our websites. Also, I wanna say that we will link all of the websites that we'd mentioned to the description box so people can access them. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I hope that this helps you be a more sustainable shopper. And go check out the other two podcasts.